Welcome to the Imbibe Live Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We will offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at imbibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. We're grateful that you are here. Hello and welcome to InVibe Life Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. We are back, just the two of us again Yay. today. Yay, so fun. <laughs> so I have a question or topic I want to pose to Cheryl this morning. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to start. We'll see where it leads us. So we've been talking about um, a lot of different things lately where we start referring to how the body can hold emotions, mm-hmm. whether they be happy, joyful, um, sad, trauma. And you talk about it a lot, Cheryl, because in your physical therapy and yes. movement studio, mm-hmm. You see that in people, but I just realized that we've never really elaborated on it or explained it. So for some people, they might intuitively say, well, of course that happens. And some people might say, what in the world are you talking about? So Cheryl, what in the world are you talking about? (laughs) Well, I think there's two things I want to say here. Um, One is emotionally and physical, emotional and physical cannot be separate. Okay. So if there is something emotionally going on in your life, it doesn't take long for the body to take the message that there's stress and that you might not even realize you have stress because stress can be defined in many different ways. It doesn't have to be stress of something going wrong. It could just be stress of there's too much going on. It could be stress of you've lost a loved one and you're sad and there's Mm. grief. That's stress in the body. And eventually stress creates a hormone reaction that creates inflammation that creates disease, discomfort, malalignment, creates many different things. But also it doesn't, that's one way that I feel like the emotional and the physical really interact. But another way is when I'm going to use grief for an example. Mm When you're sad and you don't feel good, your posture is not so great because our natural instinct is to curl up in this sort of fetal position. And I'm not saying that we all do that, but there has been times in your life, if you think about it, when you really wanted to go to your bed and curl up in a ball. I do. Yeah, there's that. And you can, and that sort of, and that's your like, this is going to make me feel good. And that's the place that you were, you were in that position in your mother's wound. Mm-hmm. You know, when do you think our bodies and our, on a subconscious level felt the most comfort was right. inside there, right? And then when you first came out, what do you do with your baby as a mother? You swaddle them really tight and hug them and like, you get them in that sort of cocoon, I feel good feeling. So that is a very natural place for our body to go when we don't feel good or we're sad. It just slowly and on a deep internal level wants to be in the fetal position. So 
When your posture is not great for prolonged periods of time, which is naturally sort of happening to us over life, like gravity and stress in life makes us not sit up as tall or, you know, our head, everything we do is moving us forward, like our cell phone, our driving, our running, everything's moving us forward. So our head starts to be ahead of our body. So the head is hanging off. So the weight of the head is being held very heavy by the neck and upper shoulders. So that creates that tension. So say your pelvis is out of alignment, right? And so when it's been that way for years and years and years, the joints are not sitting in the right alignment. So they wear down, right? That could be maybe it shows up in your knee and you start to lose all the cartilage in your knee because your alignment has not been there for 10 or 20 years in a proper place. Or your head is forward. So now you're creating bulging disc in your cervical spine or you're slouching. So you now you've created you know, neural tension in the whole dural tube along the spine. That's why sometimes you can get shooting pain in your leg when you drop your head down mm-hmm. because it's all connected. So that was a really long answer. To <laughs> <laughs> but the second part, well, which is another thing when you were asking me the question that kept popping into my head that I really wanted to bring up. It's funny because just this morning I had this conversation with my mother-in-law. We were talking about um, you know, different things you can take, pharmaceuticals you can take that sort of block nerve pain or uh-huh. block, block pains, that kind of stuff, which is a very part of healthcare in the Western world. And we were talking about that and how it can be, it's hard because when you don't feel good, the last thing you want to do is move. You know, Mm -hmm. you want that magic pill that's going to take it away. And there's so many options out there for that. But eventually, I think what that pharmaceutical has to be used for is to mask some of your pain so that you can start to use movement as your medicine. And then slowly you back off of that stuff. That We just talked about this, too, with Dr. Swanson. Yes. We had Dr. John Swanson on that I had recently, for the first time in over a decade, used an anti-inflammatory and muscle relaxer for about five or six days because I couldn't get to the point where you guys could all help me without doing that. And then I got off of it quickly. Yes. Well, there's some people Mm -hmm. that don't take that route. They don't ever get off of it. It like it mask it. I'm good. But I was telling my mother-in-law, I was like, we were having this conversation and I said to her, I said, the interesting part is, is part of mine and Steven's job at a physical therapy clinic is to teach people to feel. And people sometimes don't want to feel when they don't want to feel because feeling hurts. And I'm talking feeling on a physical and I'm talking feeling on an emotional. Oh, and sometimes, um, the grief, the pain that you feel, there's no way around it. You have to go through it. Mm-hmm. And that can go on both emotional and physical, but like we're trying to teach people to feel, and I don't want someone to feel so much that it makes them immobile. Cause that's the, like, that's why you had to get the anti-inflammatory, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Because you felt so much, it made you immobile. And that's a reality when there's some physical or emotional pain, you know, and that's when you need to seek help. Mm-hmm. And then there's that, let that help guide you to a place that you can take the next step. And that, that could be physically or emotionally. You've got to feel it 
to, to use it as your guide. You got to use it as your guide. Cause if you take 10 steps and that pain is so sharp, then you know, your 10 steps were too much and you need to go to five steps. So you got to learn to feel so you can use it as your guide. Okay. So I'm going to try to start breaking this apart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we started by saying, let's talk about how, um, emotional, feelings can manifest as physical mm-hmm. symptoms. Mm-hmm. But then you also talked a lot about actual physiological mm-hmm. changes over time in that too. Mm-hmm. So the physical and the emotional are intertwined. Mm-hmm. How do you know which one you need to seek treatment for? The reason we started in vibe mm-hmm. is because I believe you have to seek out treatment for both uh-huh. together. Like if you're just working to fix your body, and not working to fix your mind or your heart or your soul. Um, it's a much longer road. And it I don't know if there's an, a completion in that road. You might feel good for a little while, but you're, you'll be back. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be back into that physical pain. So when we start to look at how can I heal my body from all three ways, mind, body, soul. Mm-hmm. How can I heal it? How can I heal my life? And you have to, this is, this is a hard pill to swallow. There's no end in that healing. Mm -hmm. This is our life journey, right? So for the rest of my life, I need to work on my physical, my mental, and my spiritual wellness. uh, Wellness. It, It is. And I need to find joy in that because I don't want this life to be that I'm working to the bones to get to this happiness. The happiness starts now in the work. So when you choose movement, choose movement that feels good. When you choose mental work, make it be something that you're so interested in, you you can't put it down. And when you're choosing that spiritual work, let it feed your soul on such a level that you're singing internally. Mm. You know, it's like, and so then when you're doing all of these things for your well-being, that's joyful, you know, and then you learn, you have tools to pull on when life throws you crap. That's not so joyful, such as, you know, loss of a loved one. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's really hard to find joy in that. But if you have tools that, you know, make you feel better, like I'm really sad today, so maybe I'll go stretch, right? I'm really sad today. Maybe I'll pick up that book that made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go to church this Sunday because I love singing with the choir. You know, you just find the things that can bring little pieces of light when you're really low. And so, you know, you talked about wanting to start in Vibe Life and yeah. start talking about these principles because you started seeing in your clinic mm-hmm. that physical movement alone, separate mm-hmm. from emotional and spiritual development, wasn't enough. Correct. And I learned over the years of being in your clinic, the opposite in a way Mm -hmm. that sometimes physical movement can help release old traumas. I love it. And injuries. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we came together and we were having these conversations and started bringing them out to a bigger audience. And this is like 100% not what we thought we were talking about today. <laughs> no, but it's so but, good. But it is important mm-hmm. that, um, and I think what you said that we have to take time. I won't even say each day, but let's say on a regular basis 
to nurture each of those parts that are intertwined mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. Completely. And I love that you brought up the aspect that you came at healing from the opposite mm-hmm. end that I did. Cause this reminds me of, um, Stephen, my husband studies myofascial release with John Barnes and anyone that's listening that knows anything about myofascial release or maybe even massage. So he's in many different worlds, but they do, um, myofascial release on the body. And when people unwind, when they're getting this work, they sometimes their body will unwind in the reactions that the trauma happened. So the trauma is being let go. The emotional trauma that their body is holding from whatever they have done starts to unwind physically through the hands-on, which I just think that's fascinating. For example, it's like, they have worked, he's been at these conferences where, you know, they're working on somebody and the person's been in a car wreck. Well, all of a sudden the person starts moving in the way that their body spun in the car during the car wreck to unravel the trauma from the car wreck, you know, or he's also seen him work on a diver. Well, the trauma of that diver hitting the water every time they dove in from a high, high board, their body would rewind in that it's fascinating and so there's uh um another expert in this area um his name is brett baum i think Mm b-a-u-m and his terminology is holographic yeah memory or holographic memory for pain I, i didn't get that exactly right but we'll find it and put it in the show notes and what he actually says and i've been to a lecture he gave was that a lot of the pain we have that presents to us today when it's the result of a past trauma. Mm -hmm. It's actually your body remembering the trauma, Mm -hmm. not anything that's physiologically happening today. And so if you can go resolve the issues that came from the trauma, the pain will go away. Mm -hmm. I've even heard of, this is if you believe in past lives, that maybe mm-hmm. trauma that had in past lives sometimes physically manifest in your body in this life. That's really going out there. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm sure some people are going to be like, what? That's crazy. I'm just saying I've heard it. Well, whether it's past <laughs> lives or not. Yeah. You know, your I body's think it's pretty it. well established that your conscious mind is a small fraction of your mind. Like 95% of your mind is your subconscious, subconscious. mind. Mm-hmm. And so there are all sorts of memories and experiences you're holding mm-hmm. that you're not even fully in the present moment aware mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. any longer. Yeah. And so when those experiences have trauma or pain attached to them, that's what then shows up in your body. Right. Now, here's the big thing. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. And take it seriously yeah. that you know if something's showing up, give it that attention because what you might actually be doing is releasing something that will help you emotionally as well as your knee will start to feel better, Mm -hmm. but perhaps Mm -hmm. um, emotionally you've cleared something that needed to be cleared as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a great, like, listen to your body, do a self check. You know, if there, so say you're dealing with conflict 
instead of it's very easy and it's very natural when there's conflict to point the finger at somebody else and be like, well, if they this or if they that or if they, 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 but the biggest thing you can do in that is do your self check. Like, Oh, that triggered me. That made me feel this way. Um, why do I feel that way? What could I work on so that that wouldn't trigger me next time? You know mm-hmm. what? Just to go deeper, go deeper, explore yourself, listen to yourself, listen to the things that upset you, make you feel pain. Listen, you know, I just, I don't know. Maybe so, that's a totally um, different. Well, they are. Right. I'm going to go in a couple of different ways from there. <laughs> um, one is let's talk about triggers triggers for a minute. Uh-huh. And so sometimes a trigger is something that will happen within yourself to trigger yeah. something up, but well, really always, I want to talk about that because I've heard people talk about triggers lately and well, that triggers me or he triggers me or so therefore I can't do that yeah. or I can't see him or I can't be friends with her any longer. Triggers are gifts. Yeah. Triggers are gifts because it is your greater self, God, whatever the terminology is showing you something that you need to give some attention to in yourself. Mm -hmm. A trigger isn't about the other person or event or situation. It's showing you something in yourself that is ready to be healed. Mm -hmm. So even if in a relationship, someone is triggering you, Instead of thinking they trigger me, I need to move away. Although it could be the case. Could be that. It might be healthier for you to not be in that relationship anymore, but recognize that one of the purposes of that relationship in your life was to represent to you something that needs to be healed. And that trigger was the way of showing you. So give gratitude for the relationship, for being shown um, whatever you need to see to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. But tying it back to this conversation, sometimes the trigger can be an emotional manifestation, a physical manifestation of emotional pain. Yes, very much. So that is a hard, uh, and long process for someone to recognize, Mm -hmm. you know, and even once you recognize that healing, it's really hard too. I have chronic back pain, Mm -hmm. right? I know Mm -hmm. there could one day be a day where I just resolve Mm -hmm. something that makes it all release. Yeah. I still have it. <laughs> like it's still like I'm still in that search and yeah, I get it. And not quite ready, I guess, yeah. to face it or unwind it. It's interesting that you say that cuz like I don't I don't have chronic back pain, but I have times where my low back and SI joint and things will bother me. And it's so interesting. I went and saw this uh Alyssa uh-huh. spiritual, spiritual teacher that teacher. we've yeah. gone and seen. And one of our very first sessions, she's like, um, you have stuff going on with your sacrum. And she, my brother who has passed was there sending a message. He said, it's, you're done. It's time to heal it. Like quit taking care of everybody else and take care of yourself. It's time for you to do that. And I was like, oh, it's just interesting. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I still process that message. And, and every time you, I, mu- you mix spiritual, emotional, and physical, physical. all came together yeah. right there. So now yeah. when my sacrum hurts, I'm like, damn, I hadn't fixed it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do I need to heal emotionally? Like mm-hmm. I know physically how to get rid of it. And, but if it comes back, there was something emotionally not healed. 
you know, and, and you maybe know, that's I'm just thinking something I haven't done with my current flare up I'm having is like a chakra balancing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, uh, there are some really good uh, meditations out there for chakra balancing, and everyone knows my favorite is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He has a, and I haven't done it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll yeah. try that mm-hmm. this weekend mm-hmm. and see if that makes a difference. It's so fascinating. Next week, isn't it? now mm-hmm. this is if you guys that are listening, this, these are the in vibe weird, weird. We're going yeah. out there conversations, <laughs> but they're weird. We love it, and we're going out there because they've made such a difference. They work in our lives mm-hmm. that we feel like we've got to put them out there for other mm-hmm. people to hear because if even one person has a little oh, resonation maybe that'll help me too. something yeah yeah uh-huh. that's why we do it mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. completely why we do it all right so let's here's the second here's the other thing that came up for me and one of the things you were saying um and it's when we're making decisions or decision making using those emotional um, and physical cues mm-hmm. to know how to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And so here's one thing I've always felt, um, prayer, I've always prayed or now meditated and that when you pray, you're really making a heart connection mm-hmm. or an emotional connection to God mm-hmm. or to your higher power more than a mental one. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people think when their prayers are answered, quote unquote, it will be through a mental message somehow. Mm -hmm. I think it's through feeling. I think that the mind is a device for this world and to navigate this world and the emotional body and spiritual body is what helps us navigate into higher powers. So sometimes if you're asking, you know, should I, I have this new opportunity in front of me, should I do it or not? And you pray, dear God, help me discern whether I should do this or not. More often than not, I feel like the answer is going to come through a feeling. I think that's different for everybody. I personally get the answers through feeling as well, but I'm a mover and a feeler. Mm -hmm. I think some people, maybe there's direct messages that are like, right in front of their face. Should I do this opportunity? Well, boom, the, the other opportunity, the door closed. Well, that's true too. That yeah. makes it easy though. That, that makes happens. it easy. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. I did this meditation one time that was to help you learn to feel what the answer was. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember all the details. I don't even remember who did it. It could have been Alyssa. It could have been Joe Dispenza. I don't know. But it was, you know, sit, quiet your mind, find find that balance, find that peace, and ask your higher self, what does it feel like when the answer is no? And then just tune into your body. And then what does it feel like when the answer is yes? And tune into your body. And it was, I, you know, me, who's not the great meditator, or sitter stiller, <laughs> sit stiller, I know that's not a word, um, that worked drastically for me that just, I knew probably it was a three minute meditation. Cause that's about my attention uh-huh. span with that sitting thing. <laughs> um, but it, it, I had a definite gut check in that, mm-hmm. like it felt totally different in my body for yes versus a no. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, and granted, you know, complex questions and complex things in our life. Yes. And no, 
is not always and enough. Least, let me rephrase this because I have, I mean, I'm not saying I've never had words help. You get the lyrics to a song that's exactly the answer you're looking for. It keeps popping into your head. Well, that's words. And that has happened to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Or I journal a lot. And those are words coming out. That's helped me a lot. I guess like at most major decisions I've made in my life, you know, you can take the technique of pulling out a piece of paper, writing your pro list, and cons. writing your con <laughs> list, and meticulously weighing them. That's what doesn't work for me. I'd say more often than not, I've gone with a feeling, even sometimes thinking, or I don't know why I'm being led to do this because look at all the cons on this list and I'm still doing Doing it. it. Mm -hmm. And that's where I've had to accept that those feelings or emotions are coming from a higher source as an answer Mm -hmm. or a guidepost to me Mm -hmm. where that list of pros and cons are for this world. And so Mm -hmm. if I want to make decisions for this world, I guess that's one thing, but if I'm looking at making decisions through higher guidance, Mm -hmm. I need to listen to the signs and signals that I am discerning to come from higher guidance. Does that make sense Mm -hmm. Uh, to me? But I'm right. I'm the other part. I'm your partner. I mean, like, here's an example. And I still haven't fully worked through this. You know, I have a law degree hanging on the wall I haven't used in over 20 years. Uh Right? It did not on paper make any sense for me whatsoever to stop working and stay home with my children. Yeah. It was the overwhelming feeling I had of what I needed to do at that time. And I kept revisiting that for many years, kept getting the same answer. And even where I was mad at myself a lot, like, I, like, why am I doing this? And and then, you know, if you try to go in the other direction, you do hit roadblocks or, you know, something will guide you in a different direction. But it, it took a long time for me to surrender to the fact that the signals I was getting was coming from a higher source or a higher power. And I'm not sure it's still 100% clear to me what all the reasoning for that was or what the end goal or end game is. Mm -hmm. We've been very blessed despite me Mm -hmm. not working and maybe it wouldn't have turned out the same way. Who knows what that alternative reality would have looked like. But I know that those were hard times for me to follow my gut, Yeah, even when it didn't really make sense. And I had a lot of people I knew in in my family saying, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, Why would you do this? Uh Yeah, that's a tough one Mm -hmm. because I think I probably would have struggled too with that decision. Mm -hmm. Knowing you and your personality and your Mm -hmm. drive and your like desire Mm -hmm. to get out and, you know, do. You're not Mm -hmm. a... Stay home, not contribute person. (laughs) Well, and even um, I'd rather be writing a contract than changing a diaper. I mean, and that—that's not. I mean, by the way, I kind of wish it were opposite. Yeah, like, and I know a lot of people who just thrive on the staying home and doing that, and I aspired to be more like that. I'm Mm. not. Um, saying that's bad no. because I thought, gosh, it's so beautiful, yeah. but it was a struggle for me yeah. and I had to find other outlets and other ways to um, interest Feed. myself mm-hmm. and, and keep my mind going and starting a business like Invite Life mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was yeah. the same mm-hmm. per- type of person and when mm-hmm. I came, it was, you know, 
I would have rather been writing a contract than changing a diaper. Uh As much as we love our children and love to be with them. And I loved having babies, too. I I liked the whole experience of it. But I I always felt like (laughs) I need a balance with this and something else. Yeah. But often the message back to me was, no, stay the course. Yeah. Stay the course. Yeah. And I, and I would get that answer in feelings in my body. I guess that's yeah. how I'm tying it back to yeah. listen to your feelings, listen, listen to your body. emotions, whether they're giving you cues for something that needs mm-hmm. to be healed or giving you cues for a direction in life or um, they're powerful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people push their feelings down yeah. and don't feel and it creates other things that are not so good. So uh-huh. take the time, feel, use your feeling as a guide whether that's emotional or physical yeah. answers to the next step. But yeah, feel your body mm-hmm. and uh, let it let it be your friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah, anyway. so that was good. This was not where we expected today to go. No, but not at great. all. So hopefully someone out there needed to hear it because, yes. and that's why we were this led to talk about it. But complete in vibe conversation. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you for listening. And if you found something that helped you through this, please share it with somebody. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go to our website at inviblife.com, E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. Go check it out. We have articles about all of this stuff. Yep, we do. Um, we have other podcasts that I feel like kind of go into mm-hmm. this topic as well. So, you know, share it, like it, write us a review. and or shoot uh, us an email. Yeah, mm-hmm. shoot us an email. We'd like to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you for joining our conversation today. For more information or to learn more about InVibe Life, we hope you'll visit us at www.invibelife.com. You can find links and show notes for this episode on our podcast page. Please like, follow, and leave a review for our podcast. We hope that you will listen again soon.